I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we've got a story about a haunted girls trip to All Galveston right. and a hotel that had very recent activity. Okay, like, I This love was it. not long ago. We're also going to talk about these crazy photos that were shared with us from Disneyland and what they might actually be. First, a quick reminder to find the Haunted AF Patreon page. We have loads of exclusive content over there, including between season minisodes and and then the Patriot, no, the pre-games that we tape every week before. And hmm, Were you going to say Patriot I games? don't know what the hell. <laughs> America! <laughs> Just go to hauntedaf.com for that. <laughs> Sorry. And also, quick reminder, uh, please like and subscribe to us on YouTube. We are everywhere on social media. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're literally everywhere. Facebook. Uh, send your stories, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. We can always use them in season nine here. Yeah. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And if you don't send us the stories, we're just going to come on here and bitch. And nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) No. We always have something to complain about. And that's the the last thing that you guys want to (laughs) hear. So, um, you know, I have this other job, another podcast. And sometimes when people come in and we're Mm -hmm. interviewing them, I'll say, I have a ghost story podcast. uh, So let me know if you have a ghost story. Yeah. And I've heard some really cool ghost stories that way, but I'm never recording. So this week, Dia Barry Mitchell was in Mm -hmm. and she's a local food historian. She's a badass. And she was down in Galveston not long ago so she was supposed to stay at a different hotel but she decided to go a day early and stay at the hotel Galvez that's where you stayed right yes I didn't have an experience but this is what happened to Dia yes I have a spooky story to tell so I visited Galveston I've been to Galveston a few times Love Galveston. Shout out. However, everyone knows that it is incredibly haunted. So that's not a surprise. Um, So the last time I was there, uh, it was in around late August, early September. I'd heard stories before about Hotel Galvez, but Mm -hmm. they have a fabulous brunch that I love. So check into the hotel. I'm kind of tired by now. It was like maybe 1030 and I'm just lying on the bed just kind of relaxing. All of a sudden, I start hearing music, like kind of weird because it doesn't sound modern. I just made a note of it. And I was like, okay, whatever, this is weird, but I'm not even gonna trip about it. So I kind of sit back down and relax again. And then I started hearing voices like little girls. So I take off my glasses and I start kind of laying back, trying to get comfortable. And then uh, I felt the foot of the bed kind of like sink in and it felt like someone sat on my bed. I'm not even lying to you. So at this point, I like jumped up. I jumped into my sweatpants, grabbed my wallet and I was gone. So I raced downstairs to the lobby. And at this point, the night auditor was working at the front desk. I was like, um, can I ask you a question? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, sure. I said, I feel like I'm experiencing some things, but I want to preface this by saying I'm not a lunatic. Okay. (laughs) Just so you know, 
but some things have occurred. And so she says, what floor are you on? And I said, I'm on the second floor. And she was like, oh, well, that's good. I thought you were going to say fifth because, you know, the fifth floor is haunted. <laughs> and I said, you think ghosts don't travel? Like, <laughs> you think because I'm on the second floor, that's fine? She was like, well, the most activity is on the fifth floor. And I went, okay, if it's okay with you, I'm here alone. So I'm just going to hang out in the lobby all night. So that's what I did. I got comfy on the couch and I said, well, what time do you leave in the morning? I know this is night auditor position. <laughs> I think it was 7 a.m. was her shift was over. I said, okay, I'm just going to be here on the couch until 7 a.m. I think when we go on our next break, we need to take a trip to Galveston. Oh, I'm down. There's so much great haunted stuff down there. Okay. Maybe we can stay at the Galvez. It's super expensive. Is it? Yeah. We Is should... it because it's haunted? No, because it's beautiful. Oh, it's pretty and haunted. It's really, it's beautiful and old and everything. I love old stuff though. I wish so. Come on. We, ha- we have a podcast. Yeah. Look like, yeah, yeah, give us like a fifty percent off. Yeah, we never get free shit from this podcast. Right? We, we plug your hotel all the time. <laughs> Do they know that? And I will say the hotel Galvez. Like a lot of times when you go to these haunted hotels, they're like janky. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, the Crescent in Eureka Springs. It feels like it's gonna fall over sure. at any minute. Right. Galvez is not like that. Like it's comfortable. It's a super night. We're going. Okay, we just yeah, we need to I'm go. In. Our next story comes from Viviana. Beautiful name. Oh, that is pretty. No, this story is from my mom when she was a little girl, she went into her kitchen for some milk. She accidentally spilled some on the floor and knew she'd face my grandma's wrath for it. So she stepped outside for a mop to clean it up. When she walked out, something made her look at my grandpa's truck where she saw a man sitting in the driver's seat. She said he was white though think Casper White, and she could see through him. As she stared, trying to make sense of it, the figure motioned with his hand, come on over. over Well, yeah, no, that's a big fat nope for mom. So she grabbed the mop and darted inside. When she finished cleaning, she didn't want to risk seeing the man again. So she just stuck her arm out the door and dropped the mop back outside. Thanks again for keeping me entertained, Viv. How hardcore was that grandma that as scared as she was, she still cleaned up the mess. <laughs> yes. She was like, there's a ghost outside in the truck. <laughs> right. I, I'm still going to clean this. Right. Lest I face the wrath of grandma. I was like, it's like, no more wire hangers. No more spilled milk. <laughs> We're not saying that she was abused. No, not at all. <laughs> this is, this is where we get in trouble. This is where we get in trouble. <laughs> sorry. We're adding our own weird twist yes. to the story. This is our, uh, I'm sorry. I got scolded really recently for yeah. I made somebody feel bad. Well, when technically I, read I got story. stolen for what you said. Well, yeah, but they blamed Rebecca, <laughs> but it was actually me who did it. And so now we're like, oh, dang, because we make jokes all day long. Yeah, it's not supposed to be at anybody's expense. No, it's, it's just, just for fun. Yeah, it's just us joking around with each other. So please don't be offended by anything yeah. we say because we're assholes. We're yeah, just assholes. We, uh, we also got this email from Logan who says, hi, y'all. I was wondering if you guys can make a ghost summoning video or episode and like explain the rules for common or maybe rare ways on how people summon them. I feel like it'll be very interesting. Love the podcast, Logan. Okay, yes, it would be absolutely interesting. However, we don't want to actually summon something. No, the other word for summoning is the conjuring. Yeah. Which is my favorite scary movie and unlike anything I want to experience in no. real life. Logan, honey, don't do that. Just don't. What, whatever you're Googling. I feel Googling. like he's wanting a tutorial. <laughs> yes. So that he can do it on his own. Yes. Logan, that's a bad idea. Yes. Stop Googling that. Whatever you read, please just don't do it. That makes me super, super anxious. Just okay. ask. They'll <laughs> this, calm. <laughs> 
This next story comes from Gris, uh, no, not Griselda. This next story comes from. I wish it was from Griselda. <laughs> That's a great name. It's from Christina. My name is Christina, and I live in Northern Colorado. I am a male lady for almost three years now. So when I found your podcast, I was super happy because I binge podcasts all day. You guys are my people. And it makes me feel like home when I listen to you guys. And I'm laughing out loud and people are looking at me like I've lost my damn mind. And I'm okay with that. I wanted to send these stories into many podcasts, but you guys just touched me in my gut. And I just know that it's a good way to get these stories out is with you girls. So I had my biological first son and this was 2007. My grandfather passed away a month after he was born. So he was there for his birth. He held him. I have pictures. So my son doesn't know him. He feels like he knows him because the pictures, but he, he never knew him. Unfortunately, he was an amazing man and they would have had the best time together. Fast forward, my son's eight months old. We moved to Arkansas into my grandparents' farmhouse that they had left to my mom and I. He always used to do this stuff to me um, when I'd have a ponytail and he'd walk by and he'd flip it like with his hand. He would like smack my ponytail and it would kind of like go sideways and he would always do that to me. Um, That happened a lot while I was sitting at the computer a lot or if I was cooking, washing dishes. Um, We had lights going on and off. Fast forward to, let's see, my son was two. One day we heard him just jibber jabbering in his room. Door was shut. He's in there playing, just carrying on. I go in there. I'm like, hey, bug, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just talking to Mimi. Mimi is what he calls my mother. And my mom was in her room watching television. (laughs) So it was kind of bizarre. And he would do that very, very often. He swore up and down. He is having a conversation with his Mimi, but she is not in that room. Around the same time, he was two. And he was up in his room just to have him such a best time in his room playing with his toys. And I can hear him in there just cutting up. And so I said, all right, buddy, it's time to come downstairs and come eat dinner. So he's in his little high chair and, and he's like... Mom, I talked to, to Papa, and I looked at him because I was really confused. He, he had never mentioned my grandfather before, and I called him Papa. Of course, we always talked about him. Never talked about any details. We just talked about, like, yeah, he would really like this right now, or, oh, I could just see his face if he could just be here. And so he was eating his dinner, and he said, yeah, I talked to Papa, and he said that he went to heaven. And I said, yeah, Papa died, like, very shortly after you were born. And he said, no, he told me he went to heaven and he rode a spaceship up to see Jesus. And now he's there. And me and my mom like turned white and my mom got up and left the room. And it was very shocking to us because my grandfather, he, um, he worked for NASA And he invented a lot of the things that were on the shuttles, the Apollo 13 shuttle, Apollo 11. He invented some things that are still used today on some of the shuttles that go up. So yeah, that was something that convinced us that he was indeed talking to my grandfather. Now he is almost 16. He's like 5'11". He's a football player, track star. Like he's 
an amazing young man, and he still remembers it to this day, and he, he still chokes up a little bit. And he said, I just really wish I would have got to have actually met him. Um, yeah, so that's that's that really awesome story about my grandfather and my son talking to him. Oh, Christina, that's so beautiful. So good. Oh, that is such a good story. So Christina sent pictures. She has pictures of her grandma. And one of the things she said about her grandmother is that her grandmother and her mother look very, very much alike. Okay. Yes. So it would make sense that he would say, I was talking to Mimi. Sure. And she sent pictures of the grandpa with the baby boy. Oh. I, I mean, it's just the sweetest little family. I'm sure. So oh my yes, goodness. thank you so much for that story, Christina. All right, so this next one we need to share is a message we got from Jenny Reyes on Instagram. And she sent a picture that says, look at this weird circle at Disneyland. It was moving too, so weird. Hmm. So um, here is the picture that she sent to us. I have never seen anything that looked like this before. Do you see that? I do. So this is the circle that was floating in the sky over Disneyland. And do you see how it's kind of like, the thing that kills me about this, it looks like the ring from Arrival. Totally. Oh my God. It does. It totally looks like the rings from... Or the um, ring in the ring. If you Google it, you're going to find a lot of these images. And they're really? actually pretty big. Yeah, it I would, looks... That's what, that was going to be my next question. Was what is the size I can't like? tell you exactly what the size is. We'll post some links at hauntedaf.com. This mm-hmm. is episode seven, season six. But it turns out there is some sort of light display that it uses some sort of pyrotechnics. Oh, And okay. so occasionally it will blast out this big smoky ring in the sky creepy and like scare the shit out of everybody good god that would scare the bejesus out of me you see that moving through the sky i'm like oh they're coming for us especially if you've seen the movie arrival (laughs) (laughs) or like any alien movie honestly seriously (laughs) um and this final story comes from katie hello julie and rebecca this is katie from england cheerio pip pip old chap and all that um sorry about my voice i do have a cold i just wanted to tell you my story i actually have three stories the first two occur when i was working in london at a tourist attraction called the london dungeon um not actually a dungeon it was an old wine cellar but the building was creepy af it was actually um underground in the vaults of london bridge train station there was a lot happening under there. Everybody that worked there agreed that there was something not right, whether they were sceptical, a believer or what. Everyone had some kind of unexplained experience. Um, the first one I had, I was working in the Jack the Ripper section. Um, I was an actor and I was waiting for the next group to come around the corner. We've got I <laughs> was in a little sort of cobbled alleyway and it was always really creepy in that section. So many people commented at the end of their tour saying that they really liked the hologram of the children playing in the Jack the Ripper section. Of course, there's no hologram of children playing in the Jack the Ripper section, um, but that whole area allegedly was bombed during the war when it was actually a bomb shelter for primary school kids and a lot of children died, so that might explain um, the kid ghosts around that particular section of the building. But I was working one day and I was looking around the corner to see if these people were on their way to me and something right in my ear said, What's the matter? Exactly like that, like a little sing-song voice of a little girl. And I thought, oh, um, there's a new sound effect the displays team have put in around this area. So I waited for a response. I thought maybe something's recorded. You know, someone says, what's the matter? Someone else says, oh, I've got the plague or, you know, something. (laughs) There was no response. 
so yeah, that was really, really freaky. Um, but a lot of people, like I say, have seen a little girl or heard a little girl or children in that area. So a few months after that, I was working in a different section of the dungeon, the plague section. So I was leading the group up a little corridor into the next section, which was the Great Fire of London. I'd, I'd done my plague show. I was sort of waving them all inside the room so I could shut the door behind them. And I was looking down the street. Uh, we call it Plague Street. And I could see the last four people of the group were turning back and they were looking at something. A man in a long floor length grey cloak. He didn't have a hood up. He had quite messy hair and he was looking at his feet and he was walking really slowly like an old fashioned wedding march. So he was walking with one foot, feet together, one foot, feet together. And he was obviously scaring the crap out of these four people at the back of the group. And they kept sort of giggling and looking back at him and he was following them really slowly. There was an animatronic in that street and it was a, a woman called Pisspot Woman and she had a bucket of piss um, that she would say, look out below and she'd swing um, out from this window and she'd throw a little bit of water from a little can over the people. So it was like on a sensor and the four people that I was watching set off the sensor. She threw the little bucket of piss and they ducked ever so slightly. And as they just crossed my line of vision, I saw the guy behind them drop to the floor this is a split second they they covered up my view of this guy and as they moved out of the way he'd gone it looked like he dropped through the floor and they all started applauding laughing cheering because they'd seen this really cool effect where somebody essentially dropped through the floor the floor was concrete there was nobody there i could not understand it there was no secret door there was nowhere to hide it was just a long corridor in the building where there was pretend doors that had you know the plague cross on them so it was just bits of wood that were nailed to the concrete wall there was no entrance or exit oh god it was horrible i was so scared that i got sent home because i was freaking out and um nobody could ever explain that so the third experience i had i was actually working in a different horror attraction it was in a theme park in surrey the, the one rule when you work in a horror maze is don't walk forwards in the maze. So don't don't go further on than you're supposed to be because you might miss a group that comes in. So I walked forward to the next room and in the doorways there were what we call freezer flaps. So big rubber flaps like you get, you know, in a supermarket freezer. And I went to walk into the room and I pushed the flaps and I felt some pressure coming at me and I thought, oh, here's the group. So I ducked out of the way, ready to scare them around the door, but I couldn't feel anybody. Sorry, I couldn't see anybody come out. I pushed the flaps, there was nobody there. I thought, that's weird. I pushed again and there was still somebody there and I ducked out the way and nobody came. So I pushed for a third time and this time a hand came through between two flaps at me and it was a bear hand, which was really, really strange, as in like somebody's bear hand, not the hand of a bear. Because in the horror maze, you have to wear gloves and they're kind of grippy gloves like you'd wear if you were carrying you know furniture or something around because you don't touch any customers with your bare hands but you can touch them when you've got gloves on for some reason so there was a bare hand and I thought that's strange first of all because who's got a bare hand but I grabbed <laughs> with my gloved hands this bare hand and I'm sort of touching it and I'm thinking which one of my mates is this who's this gonna be and I thought okay there's a hundred percent somebody there who's this pushed open the flaps no one there literally hand gone 
nobody effing there. So I just touched a goddamn ghost. So um, yeah, those are my three stories. I'll keep listening and binging while I'm nice and ill and hopefully for a long time after that. Thanks very much, guys. Bye. Uh, Katie, feel better, first yes, of all. Yes, please. And for the record, I will always see that story as actual bear paws uh, same. coming through the door. I literally was like, why the hell would a bear paw be like coming at her? <laughs> and then she explained it and I'm like, oh, wow. Well, but the, the piss pot lady, <laughs> I love. Oh. That's like, why is that not in every single haunted attraction? I want to work where she works. Yeah. And Katie, please, if you have any pictures of this place, we'd love to see them. She said the first one was the London, London Dungeon. Dungeon which sounds fantastic. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, who knew there were so many like haunted house type jobs that you could get? Well, first of all, I don't like haunted attractions. I'll go into a real haunted house all day long, but not a fake one. Right. If a teenager in a Michael mask is going to jump out and grab my arm. <laughs> no, I, my bladder is not strong enough to handle that. That's Nobody why, wants that's that. That's why you wear diapers. <laughs> <laughs> that and someone will get punched and probably like very awkwardly kicked. You know, so. I think that probably happens a lot they're used to that so it's fine go in swinging <laughs> you think so yeah <laughs> i think you sign up for that wear a cup that's for probably when, smart yeah yeah um and by the way they this make is boob cups just in case you get one in the titty because <laughs> that would hurt that hurts my sister used to hit me with a hairbrush and yeah that's so mean i know whack so um, we will look for this London dungeon. And if we can find any links or anything, we will put that at hauntedaf.com in the blogs. And again, this is episode seven, season nine. Yep. And please write us a nice review on Apple. <laughs> uh, the more reviews you write, the more five stars you give us, the higher up we travel. Yeah. So. And if you're listening, you're like, God, I hate these women. Just yeah. don't. Just lie. don't. Yeah. Either don't give us a review or just lie to be nice to us. Yeah. Why would they do that? They yeah, hate I, us. That's a good point. Why I are you still know. listening? I'm in just, fact. Exactly. <laughs> Great point. Why? <laughs> are you still listening if you hate us <laughs> some people like to hate yeah hate listening uh, for also sure also find us on all of our social media platforms we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on tiktok we're on youtube uh check out our merch section hauntedaf.com please and get the stories to us we've been getting amazing videos lately uh, just keep them coming you can film yourself play around with the voice memo thing or you know just write it all down we usually can read them okay we'll, yeah we'll, i mean for the most part <laughs> we'll yeah. try send that we'll all to hauntedafpodcast at gmail com so we can use it on season nine of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 